Be'er Da'afbeis, we begin a new Mesechta, a new Parak and a new Mishta. We call this Mesechta Mesechta Be'er and not Be'etzah. Many we show and call the Mesechta Mesechta Ziyantiv because the main topic discusses the Issa Malacha on Yantiv, referring to the first day of Sukkot as well as Pesach, the seventh day of Pesach as well as Shemini Yatzeris, and the first day of Shavuos, which are all Asa Malacha Midiraisa. However, Yantiv is more Kal than Shabbos in two major ways. First of all, Yantiv is only alive and potentially an Asay, and even if someone does a Malacha B'mezid, on Yontif, he would only get Malchus and nothing else. Whereas on Shabbos, there is a Chiv Karas and Skila. Secondly, the Mishnah Megillah states, Shabbos, And we know that it's butter to cook and bake food on Yontif, or do other Malachas that are Shabbat Nefesh. And we will also see that Basil takes this a step further and has it said, Call Mitaich. So for example, it's butter to carry a Siddha on Yontif to Shul, since it's butter to carry food on Yontif, which is Lutzerich Eichel Nefesh, and then we say mitaych. And of course, we'll also see that there are certain malachas that even if they are being done, mamish nefesh, they're still going to be asa. For example, if one wants to capture an animal, tzad, that's going to be asa on yantiv. In addition, making a fire on yantiv is also going to be asa, as we'll see later on. So let's start our Mishnah. If an egg was laid on yantiv, Beishami says you can eat that egg, and Basil says you cannot eat that egg. Rashi says, of course, when Basil says, just means by that day, but you could eat it the next day. It doesn't become a chafzushal issa. Now, Taisa points out that over here we said the lotion of seichal and lay seichal, but Taisa points out, according to Basil, not only can you eat this egg, but you can't move it at all. And Taisa says that the reason why we use lotion of lay seichal in Basil is only agav the lotion in Bishamah, where the chiddush was they could even eat it. So therefore, agav the nakti Bishamah seichal, nakti inu lay seichal. The mission continues Bishamah and Bishamah says to our because I is relevant to Pesach that if you have yeast, which is something which is an leavening agent and can make other things chametz and therefore it's more chametz than regular chametz. The issa balirav balimatzer applies even to the size of a kezayis. The chametz because of However, if you have something which is chametz, that is more kal, and the issa balirav balimatzer only kicks in once you have the size of a date. Or basil and basil says zev zev kezayis both saar and chametz. The issa balirav balimatzer is even on a small amount as a kezayis. Now Rashi points out this has nothing to do with Agmara. However, Rashi says mishum the honey class these three cases that we'll have in our Mishnah, the first case of Be'ah and the second case of Sa'ar and the third case which we'll have in a moment of Hashoich Chayev Epiyantiv, those three cases are things that are going to come out they're all things that have a Kula Beishame and a Chumra Beisil which is not standard therefore and that's why we brought all three in one Mishnah and the Mishnah continues with the third case Hashoich Chayev Epiyantiv, if someone shechs a Chaya or a bird on Yantiv since there's a Chiv of on a chaya or if you could go and take a shovel and dig up dirt and you could cover it up in order to perform the mitzvah of kisedam. Unless he had dirt that was already prepared from before yantiv. If you did do the shechita, at this point you could take a shovel, you could dig up dirt, and you could cover it up and be yaitz in the mitzvah of kisedam. And the Mishnah ends off with a cryptic verse and says because the ashes of an oven is considered prepared. And Rashi says, but Gemara boy, my comment, Gemara is going to ask, what are we talking about over here? Now, before starting the Gemara, let's just point out two ideas. First of all, there's an idea of muksa which we had in Masech the Shabbos, and over there we saw that Rabbi Yehuda is slay muksa and Rabbi Shimon less slay muksa. Now, even though it sounds like Rabbi Yehuda holding the concept of muksa and Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold the concept of muksa at all, that's really a misnomer. Rabbi Shimon, when he says less slay muksa, it just means that he has a narrow view of muksa. And even in case of Rabbi Yehuda says that 
there's a problem muksa, Rav Shimon would not have a dinner muksa in certain cases. So the dinner muksa is that you have to have everything that you're going to use for Shabbos has to be anticipated that you're going to use it on Shabbos. But if you set something aside and something's not anticipated to use on Shabbos or Yontim, that is a dinner muksa. And Rabbi Yehuda would say that's also. And we also know that the Migur de Skatzer, the Benesh Masha, this is Skatzer, the Kul Yom, meaning that if you didn't anticipate or think you would use something and it was Benesh Mashas and you didn't think that you would use it for Shabbos Yontim, so even if the circumstance changes, since it was set aside in Muksa at the point of Benesh Mashas, you can't use it for the entire day of Shabbos or of Yontim. Now, there are different categories of Muksa. Some of them Reb Shimon might agree to, and some of them Reb Shimon does not agree, agree to. So there's Muksa Machas Gufa, for example, dirt and rocks, there's no use for the item. Or Muksa Machas Issa, for example, an oil lamp, that if you take the oil out of the lamp, you'll actually cause it to be extinguished, and therefore there's a problem on Issa Deraisa that will come from that act. In addition, there's a category of Muksa called Muksa Machmas Chesarankis, that it's something that's expensive and you wouldn't use it except for a specific use, and that use is something that's also to use, and this is a perfect example of something that Reb Shimon is actually made to the Dinamitz Muksa, and he holds Muksa Machmas is a problem of Muksa on Shabbos and Yontem. Also, let's keep in mind that there are different reasons why people would raise chickens. Number one would be that they would designate them for shechita and they would raise them in order to go and shech them and sell them in the marketplace as food. And there were also some farmers that raised chickens in order to produce eggs and not necessarily to shech the actual chickens. So the Gemara starts, but my skin, what type of farmer are we talking about in our Mishnah when we're talking about Be'ash and Aldebiyatav that Be'ashamah says Teichel and Be'ashil says Lo'isaychal. So the Gemara says, Elam, Betanagel, If we're talking about a person that was raising the hen and this hen was oymid that was prepared and was designated for Achilah to be shachat. So my time under Be'ashil, L'chayra, why would Be'ashil say that it's us to eat this egg? Eichel since the chicken itself wasn't muksa and the chicken was roi for achila on yontem because you could check that chicken, so the food that came out of it is like a piece of food that came from another food. So, for example, if you have a loaf of bread and you cut off one slice of the bread, that of course is going to be muta. Here also, this bayer is just a part of the chicken and therefore, of course, should be muta. And Taisus uses lashon v'boy shachila. If you want, you can shach the chicken v'achal kolshu begava and you can eat anything that's inside the chicken. So the egg should be muta. Ella, what are we talking about in Mishnah? Betanagos if you're going to say it's talking about a chicken or a hen that was designated for use of their eggs that's producing eggs and not for shechita so my time made a bishamai muksa yilchayra will be pshana bishamai the chicken and the hen itself is muksa and therefore the eggs are also muksa so lechayra of course it should be loisaychal how could it be that bishamai says that you could eat them on that Gemara says oh my kushi what's a shverikai dilma bishamai less lo muksa maybe bishamai doesn't hold of the concept of muksa as he might hold like Rav Shimon that less lo muksa as we explained before that Reb Shimon has a narrow view of Muksa. But the Gemara responds, the reason why we have a Kasha, because because we have assumed that Muksa, even according to Reb Shimon, it holds that generally we don't have a din of Muksa, but din where something didn't exist beforehand, that would be more humble than a standard din of Muksa, and the din would be that it's also. And therefore the Beya and the Khanami would be also over here because that's not something that was around before Yantim. Bishlam is something that was around, and you didn't have that time to use that on Shabbos or Yantim. So you can say there's no concept of Muksa because the it was around, and therefore we understood that maybe it'll become available to use on Shabbos Yontem, or maybe I'll have to use it on Shabbos Yontem, and therefore we said that's going to be mutter to use. However, something that's noyla, which wasn't around at all, over there, maybe even Rav Shimon would agree that would be also. And as Rashi says, the person doesn't set away from his mind something that's going to be chazi potentially on Shabbos Yontem. It wasn't around, and therefore he never had any kafon at all, and therefore it's going to be much worse of a category of muksa, and Rav Shimon would agree that would be also. So the Gemara says, and therefore, what 
Shabbat and Beishamah over here that it says that Seichal Lechayra it's Noilad and therefore the Din should be that you can't eat it. So the Gemara now says Amr of Nachman Nachman explains our Mishnah and says Really the Mishnah is talking about a Tanagoylus that was designated for the use of its Beim to produce eggs and the Machlekes between Beishamah and Beishamah is Gufa in the Din of Muksa or the Islam Muksa Islam Noilad according to Beishamah that he holds a have a Din of Muksa so he holds in the Din of Noilad or the Leslie Muksa however Beishamah that holds like Reb Shimon that doesn't have a Din of Muksa Leslie Noilad also doesn't have a Din of Noilad Beishamah Reb Shimon or Beishamah Reb Yud and therefore Eina Chadami Beishamah is going like the Sheet of Reb Shimon that's Leslie Muksa and Beishamah holds like the Sheet of Reb Yud the Islam Muksa and Islam Noilad so Gemara says Umiyam Reb Nachman could it be that Reb Nachman says that Beishamah is going like Reb Shimon and Beishamah is going like Reb Yud but now we have a mission in Shabbos on that Kumfim Gimel that Beishamah and Beishamah says Magbim Al Shulchan Atzamis Beklipin that if a person is in the middle of the Suda and then they have shells and bones that are left on the table, you could pick up those shells and bones with your hands, even though that potentially it should have a dinner muksa. What would be the potential muksa? Because before Shabbos, these shells and bones were not ready for Michael Behemo because they were part of a food product, and now they became part of a Michael Behemo. So they were muksa from before Shabbos that they weren't designated for anything, but according to Beishamai, you could still do it because we don't have a dinner muksa. Beishil says, Mesalka Satavakula Minara, that you actually have to remove the tablecloth and you could shake it out. So either a tablecloth or really the Gemara over there is talking about a board that's on the table that was used almost like a tabletop and then you could take that tabletop off and shake it out but you can't take it with your hands and the reason why you can't use your hands is because it's a problem with according to Basil. And Tais points out that L'chayra in a chanami that this board of the table is considered clear as Rashi points out but L'chayra since the shells and the bones are on the table and those are muksa, L'chayra the table should become something which is called the buses of Asa and it should be Asa to move the table as well. On that text, it gives a few to him. First of all, he says that it's only a bustle of Asa, only if you have Das to leave it there the entire day. But since my Kavana, when I'm placing the shells and the bones there, is to remove them, that's not considered a bustle of Asa. Or he says that since there were food on the table as well as the bones and the shells, it's a bustle of Asa and Dava Muta, and that's Muta. And number three, he says, This person is not really placing the Kavana, and the only way to create a bustle is the only way you place something there, Kavana, and there is no problem with bustle of Asa in our case. In any case, for Umar Nachman, on that Gemara over there, with the Machloikah between Beisham Beisil and the Mishnah in Mesech the Shabbos, Rab Nachman said, Anu ain lanu, we have a Kabbalah that in that Mishnah, El Beishamik Rab Yudah, we have to switch around the Shittas. Beishamik holds a Rab Yudah that it actually would be us to remove the shells and bones, be a die because it's Muksa. Well, Beisil, Rab Shimon, Rab Beisil actually is the first Shittah that holds a Magbim al Shulchan at Thomas Viklipin that you could actually remove from the Shulchan the shells and bones, and there is no Dinah Muksa because he holds a Rab Shimon. So, how can we say in our Gemara, Rab Nachman saying that our Mishnah is going based on the Machlech is Rab Shimon Rab Yudah and Beishamai holds like Rab Shimon and Beishil holds like Rab Yudah if we see in the Mishnah in Shabbos Rab Nachman says Punkvaket and before we see the Gemara's terrorist let's just speak it out outside that even though according to Rab Nachman as he said in our Mishnah Benigay Yontif behold Beishamai would hold that you could eat it because he does not hold the Muksa and Beishamai holds like Rab Shimon whereas Beishil holds Lois Seichel because he holds like Rab Yudah and he holds that Islam Muksa however Benigay Shabbos Rab Nachman actually holds that the Sheet of Beishamai Beishil were Punkvaket and Benigay Shabbos Beishamai is actually Machmer and he holds it's also like Rabbi Huda that's Islam Muxo and Basil is actually going to hold like Rabbi Shimon and it's going to hold that Leslie Muxo and it'll be Muto to go and pick up the shells and the bones. So now let's see this in the Gemara. Nachman will explain to you Gabi Shabbos, Benigea Shabbos, the Stamlin Tanak Rabbi Shimon, since when Rabbi codified the Mishnah, he made a Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Shimon and he said that Leslie Muxo, the Thnan, as we have a Mishnah on Kufnan Vav in Misak Shabbos, that Machachan is a Behema, as Rashi points out, Tulushin Lufne Behema, that the Mishnah states the latter cut up gourds that already cut off of the ground 
before Shabbos and you're allowed to cut them up in front of Bema for the Tzorich of Behema to eat and and we don't say that it's a Tircha that's not a Tzorich for Shabbos and this case of the Mishnah according to Rashi has nothing to do with Muksa and it's not really relevant to Agmar. However, the second case of the Mishnah is that's an Avail of Mishnah says another din that if you had an animal that was alive before Shabbos and then it became an Avail on Shabbos and the Mishnah states that even though it was hooked to Bein HaShemoshes it's not a problem Muksa because less than Muksa be Shabbos because we're going like the Shita Rab Shimon and since we find in Masech Shabbos that we were stamped on a Mishnah like Rab Shimon that there's no din of Muksa therefore Mukam Allah be still Rab Shimon here also Rab Nachman be the gain of Mishnah and Masech Shabbos he wants to make sure Beis Hillel is going like the Shita Rab Shimon because we want to make sure the Pesach is like Beis Hillel and that's why relevant to the case of Magbim Al Shulchan Thomas Veklipin Rav Nachman is Mahapech the Mishnah over there and he holds that that's the Shita of Beis Hillel because he wants Beis Hillel to go like Rab Shimon and he holds that you're allowed to even use your hands to go move the shells and bones from the table because Leslie Muksa. but the Gemara continues that Rav Nachman Benigay Yontiv and Benigay Ar Mishnah he held Beis Shammai is going to go like the Shita of Rav Shimon that there's no dinner Muksa, and Beis Hillel is going to go like the Shita of Rabbi Huda that there is a problem Muksa, and that's why it's like Seichel and the Gemara continues Avol and we turn to that Beis on Beis Gabba Yontiv, but Benigay Yontiv, the Stamla and Tanakab Yudah, where we find a Stam Mishnah in Mesechta's Bay of Benigay Yontiv, Unlamed Alvon Bays, and the Stam Mishnah over there is like Rabbi Huda, that Islam Mixer, the Tanakh, because we have a Mishnah later on, Aim of Akoyan Eitzim and Akoyas, that the Din is the Inala chop small piece of wood from a beam that was a medicinal binion, as Rashi points out, that was stocked up and ready to be placed in a binion that were going to be used as beams in a building, Veloyman Akoyash and Rabbi Yontiv, and not from a beam that broke on Yontiv. And we see clearly from here that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi so we see a Stam Mishnah, but again, Yontiv, like Rabbi Huda. Now, where do we see it from? So Taisus points out, and the same as Mashmur from Rashi, that the first case of this Mishnah, of Eim of Akari and Eitzim and Akari, that's talking about beams that were stacked up, and they were ready to be placed into a binyan, and therefore, since they were ready to place in a building, they have Muxel Machmas Chasarankis, and even Rabbi Shimon's Moida, that there's a problem with Muxel, and therefore, the Raya can't be from the first case. However, the Raya is from the second case, where it says that there were beams that broke on Yontiv, so therefore, in a Chanami, when Yontiv started, there was a problem it was Muksa Machmas Chasarkis but now it loses its status because since they're broken therefore Rashi says they're now ready to be used for firewood and this would only be also according to Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Huda holds that however Rabbi Shimon argues on that side and holds that even though it was and at that point it would have been also but now that the status changes and I could use it for something the din is that it's not Muksa and I could use it on Yontiv so that's why since we see that there's Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Huda, but the Gei Yontiv, that's why Rabbi Nachman says that Beis Hill is going like Rabbi Huda, but the Gei Yontiv, and our Mishnah, a Beis Shemel to be Yontiv, Beis Hill hold that we can't eat it because we want Beis Hill to follow the Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Huda, that Islay Muxo, while Beis Shammai says that you could eat such a Beya because he holds like Rabbi Shimon that holds less Lay Muxo, that there's no problem of Muxo on Yontiv. Now, one quick point. We just said that the reason why this Mishnah is going specifically like Rabbi Huda is because we have to go with the Shita of Kiv the Skatsar, the Beyan but Zak Taisis, even Rav Shimon agrees to that svara, where it's something that was not something that you were thinking about before Yontiv. For example, over here, we had a kaira, and you never had a habamina, this kaira would break on Yontiv, and therefore would be useful for firewood. L'chaira, over here, Rav Shimon would also agree that kivin is katsar, the benesh mashas, is katsar l'kuli yayma. And therefore Taisis says, v'yechlam edahachinami, yehoyel v'neshtab b'yontiv, since it broke on Yontiv, it must have been that it was already weak from the day before, and therefore it's as if you were sitting and waiting 
seen fit to become ready to be used. Masik tishab karasif tihiru leasaka ayin entices. And the Gemara continues. Mechte. Let's see. Man stumbling on masis and Rabbi. Who is the one that always makes a stam mishnah? That's going according to Rabbi. Rabbi Huda Nasi decided when he was being misad in the mishnah which one he wanted to make as a stam mishnah. As Rashi says, uchshirad de rechacham. When Rabbi Huda Nasi saw the words of rechacham, the Yashu beinav, and he thought that, that was correct. Shon and stam. He learned it in the mishnah as a stam mishnah. And he didn't say which person said it. This way, people won't say it as a das yachid. And then people will say that it must have been this is the lashon of the rabbim, and therefore they'll paskin like that. So the Gemara asks, it's a steer. Why would Rabbi decide to make a stam mishnah b'negeya shabbos like Rabbi Shimon that less like mixah? And why would Rabbi decide b'negeya hilchus yantiv to paskin like Rabbi Huda and paskin that there's a problem? It would actually be a smart pumfakat that Shabbos is more chama, and therefore the chayra, there should be a problem muksa. Amri Zakti Gemara, Shabbos to Chamir, Vlai Asal Zuzabay, Sasal and Karab Shimon to Makal. That the reason is because Shabbos, since it's so chama, therefore people will not be mezazel on Shabbos, they'll be much more careful, and that's why he passed on Karab Shimon, that's Makal, and holds less than muksa. And Rashi says, If you're going to be Makal one cool and not have muksa, they're not going to go and be Makal on more things. However, Yontiv the kill, since Yontiv is more kal, the Asal Zuzabay, and people might be mezalzlin yontiv. Sasalom and Rabbi Yudah the machmed. That's why Rabbi Yudah Nasi made sure to set a stam mission like Rabbi Yudah because he was machmed. Now, of course, Rabbi Yudah, just keep in mind, is not referring to Rabbi Yudah Nasi. It's actually referring to Rabbi Yudah ben Eloi because the stam Rabbi Yudah in Shas is Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Eloi. Now, Rabbi Nachman points out why is yontiv kill? It's kill the bnei adam to oifin him a vashel boy. Since we know you're allowed to bake and cook on yontiv for oisim by kol tzarche oichel nefesh, and that's why Rabbi was Sasalom and Rabbi Yudah because he wanted to be machmed and the Continues, but my Kimta, according to Rav Nachman, how do we have to explain our Mishnah? We're talking about Muksa, and therefore we're talking about Betanagadah. So he made us the Gadolbeim, a hen that was designated to produce eggs. And Lachayr, if that's the case, and that's why it's because of Muksa, Mishnah Muksa, Yehakia, Nufli Bebeah, Lufli Betanagadah. Why do we have to talk about the eggs? Let's just talk about the chicken itself. Are you allowed to take that chicken on Yontiv and go and shecht it if it's considered Muksa from before Yontiv? You're not allowed to shecht it according to Beisilla and according to Beishamai, it will be Mutta. So Gemara says, that the reason why we spoke about the eggs and not the chicken is because we wanted to show the strength of Bishamai because if we spoke about a chicken we might think that the only time he was matter is by chickens because there's no problem of muksa. However, maybe there were problem of Noilad and Benigaya egg would be also Kamashman, even Benigaya egg it's Mutta because he doesn't hold a muksa and he doesn't have a Noilad as we explained on Amadav. Zakumar little good Tanagilus, Lakhir, let's still say the Machik is by Tanagilus, Ladikha Kakabasil, the Muksa Asri, Lakhira, that would be a great idea to teach us the that muksa is also even on the chicken itself, and even though it's not noilad, it's only muksa. He still holds like a Yehuda that is a problem of muksa, and it's islay muksa. And lechayir, this would be better because we're going to show the koyach of beisilol, which we paskin like on that. The Gemara says, Maybe the reason why I want to show the koyach of beisham is to show that noilad is muta because koyach of beteri is always better, as Rashi points out. Because the only way a person could say something. Is mutter is only when he has perfect rise and he's able to be matter something. There's no strength in someone that says that's also. Anyone could be machba, even that something that's mutter. If you're not sure, you just say that's also. But the Gemara says, that we could have said that is both by the tanagal as well as by the egg. And since it's only going to be a drop longer, then we don't go bust a that and we won't go with either that let's just show both chidushim and we. Say as follows: Tanagilus, I made us the gadol beim. He who beitzasa, both it 
the chicken as well as its eggs, Beisham would say that you can eat both of them because there's no dinner muksa, not by muksa and not by noyelad. Or Beisham says you can't eat them not only by noyelad but even by muksa, and therefore you can have both chedushim. And as Tzitzis points out, over here, since it's only a small amount of word to add, that's why we ask it. But generally, to go and add in other cases, we're not going to do that based on this concept. And the Gemara continues, based on this question, Rabbi changes the shot in our Mishnah and says, we're not talking over here about Muksa, but we're talking about a Tanagalus that was being raised in order to shecht it and to eat it. We're talking about a case where Yontem fell out on Sunday and was right after Shabbos. And the problem over here that is Machlok is between Beisham and Basilo is based on the concept of Achana. The Kasavar Rab and Rab holds called Beil the Misalda Idna Me'esmal Gamala that any egg that was laid today it must have been finished and prepared the day before. The Rabbah Tamei and Rabbah goes according to his sheet. The Dom Rabbah Rabbah holds My Dachsiv when the Pasuk says Benigedamad Vahoy Beyom Shishi and it'll happen on the sixth day Ve'chinu Eisashiviu and they will prepare whatever was brought to you. And Rashi points out that this Pasuk can't be teaching you you have to cook and bake before Shabbos because that we learn from other Pesukim and this is an extra Pasuk and we learn out Chol Mechel Shabbos that only on the sixth day which is generally a weekday then you can prepare for Shabbos Vechol Mechel Yontiv and you can prepare from the weekday for Yontiv but Vein Yontiv Mechel Shabbos you now will prepare from Yontiv for Shabbos Vein Shabbos Bechil Yontiv and you now will prepare from Shabbos to Yontiv and the same would apply you now will prepare from Yontiv to Yontiv itself according to Rashi and Tysus argues but in any case the point of the Gemara is that there's a concept of Chonad Rabbah means that you have to prepare something during the weekday in order to use it for Yontiv or for Shabbos as Rashi says Elaz you have to have this money prepare, and you have to think that I'm going to use this for the next day. That Torah said that since Shabbos is so kosher, you have to prepare it and think about it the day before while it's still weekday. And therefore, over here, Zakti Gemara, that since this Yontif fell out right at the Shabbos, and on Shabbos was when the egg was completed, therefore the preparation for Yontif happened on a Shabbos and not on a weekday, and that's why it would be also to use according to Basil. And Beishami doesn't hold of the concept of Hachana de Rabbah. Now the Gemara is, Omele Abayah, Abayah says back to Rabbah, El Me'ata, according to you, Yontub Ba'al-Matishri, our mission was Mashmur, that any egg that was laid on Yontub would be also Balachayah, according to Rabbah, the only egg that should be also on Yontub was only an egg that was laid on Yontub, which was right after Shabbos. On that, the Gemara says, Eina Chanami, Bagzeri Mishum Yontub Ha'achashabbos, the only reason, according to Basil, that an egg that was actually laid on Yontub is also, is based on a case where Yontub fell out on Shabbos, and over there you have a, a problem of Hachana de Rabbah. The Gemara says, Shabbos to Alma Tishri, according to this, that you should be able to eat a raw egg on Shabbos. Of course, you can't cook the egg, but you should be able to eat a raw egg that's noodled on, on Shabbos. The Gemara says, in a Chanami, you really should be able to, but Shum Shabbos, Acha Yontiv. The problem is, you have a Gzera of Shabbos that comes out right at the Yontiv, and therefore, the Chana happened on Yontiv and not during the weekday, and that's why it would be us to eat on that Shabbos, and therefore, for every Shabbos that is during the year, even if it's a Shabbos that's not after Yontiv, the dinner is that you can't eat a raw egg according to Basil. But the Gemara, yes, so do we really say that we have a on every single yontem because of every single time that we have a yontem that's after Shabbos that's a problem of a Chanad Rabbah and therefore every yontem we say that's us to eat such a beah but Vatani we have a price that says as follows and let's just explain outside for one moment that L'Chaira buy an egg that is actually going to be noilad on yontem we said there's a problem of a Chanad but if the egg was actually within the mother and now when you shech the mother that you go and eat the egg that's not a problem of Chanad Rabbah because now you're eating the limb of the mother and even if it was actually finished the day before that's not a problem of a Chanad because the egg was never laid. The egg is actually a limb of the mother. So in any case, the Gemara says, that we find a case where if you shech the Tanagalus on Yontif and you find that there were completed eggs inside, you're allowed to eat those eggs on 
Chayiv. Now, L'chayiv Vim Isa, if it's true that when we make a Gzera, Ligzam Meshum, Hanachdum and Saldam and Yamein, L'chayiv, we should make a Gzera, that since if you had an egg that was laid on Yantid, there's a problem of a Chanel Rabbah and it was to be also to use, therefore, L'chayiv, we should say that this egg is also, even though this egg wasn't laid, but it was taken out of the mother and it was considered a part of the mother. Just like we said before, that we're going to every single Yantid, Atu Yantid that comes out after Shabbos, where there is a problem of a Chanel. Now, Rashi over here just points out that L'chayiv, how can we ask such a question? L'chayiv, this would be Xero Xero. Because if we're talking about a regular day of Yantiv, then L'chayiv, even on this regular day of Yantiv, the only reason why an egg that would be Noilad would be Asa is only based on a Chand Rabbah that only could happen on Yantiv that happens after Shabbos, which is already Xero. And therefore, by having this new Xero, even on a beta that wasn't laid but it was in the mother's stomach, L'chayiv, that's Xero Xero. And that Rashi says, because this Gemara seems to be saying that it's Shaykh's Tanagalis is not saying it had to be on a specific day of Yantiv, it could be even on Yantiv that fell on a Shabbos, and therefore it's not talking about a case that's Xero Xero. In any case, the Gemara's question is that Lachir, you see from this case that there's no din of Xero. So Amalei, he responds back, Bayim Gemuras, Bemei to have completed Bayim in the mother's womb, that's something that's not Shriach, and therefore Mirsla Shriach, like Azra in such a case, we're not going to be guys, and that's why such Bayim are going to be Mutan Yantiv. However, Benegea Bayim that were laid on Yantiv, even though that Yantiv was not after Shabbos, we're going to make Xero, or to Bayim that were laid on Yantiv that fell out right after Shabbos, and of course, over there, there's a problem of a Chana and we will stop over here.